I'm Katie Lee, former marketing director turned business owner. I help brands unify their digital presence to make an impact and connect with their customers. Through a storytelling framework, I'll help guide you to creating images that won't be forgotten and a brand that stands out from the rest. You're about to go on a journey with the brand strategist. Have you watched The Social Dilemma? It seems to be the thing everyone's talking about. And I finally watched it last week. It was good, minus the little narrative parts in the doc. I really could have just gone for the documentary part. Um, But it was really good. It brought up a lot of new thoughts for people. And it surfaced a lot of thoughts that I've been having for years, to be honest. Questions about, is this an addiction? How much time do I spend on social media? Is this actually adding value to my life? I recently found this thing called the Omni Calculator, which you can find at omnicalculator.com or just Google Omni Calculator. Or if you watch The Social Dilemma, don't Google it and use DuckDuckGo, which doesn't track you. Anyways, if you plug in how long and how many times a day you think you spend on social media. So say I spend two hours a day on social media. With an average like that, and say I read 200 words a minute, I could read 146 books in a year with the time that I spend on social media. Or I could binge watch all of the seasons of Friends eight times in a year. That's pretty fascinating. How much time we put into social media every day and the things we could be using that time with. Especially when we talk about how, you know, time is our most limited and valuable resource. There's never enough time in the day. There's never enough time in a lifetime. We waste so much time. We never have enough of it. And yet, we waste the amount of time on social media that we could be spending reading 146 books. Or the time it would take to watch, it's like 10 or 11 seasons of Friends eight times in a year. That's so much time that we could have back in our lives if we weren't dedicated to social media. Social media and our obsession with screens in general has changed the structure of our bodies, so much so that we slump forward and lose all signs of good posture. Even right now, if I tell you to think about your posture, you're probably readjusting your seat, holding your shoulders back, sitting up straighter, taller. How's that feel? probably feels like you got some crinks in your back and you're making some crackly noises because we don't do this often enough. I was actually standing in line at a store the other day and I have stopped pulling my phone out when I wait in lines and I was just looking around at the people and of course everyone in line was on their phone and I just started to stare at their shoulders and I just noticed how slumped everyone was that you had a full curve to your back and You'll regret that by the end of your life. It'll only get worse. It causes a lot of pain. I know for me, even when we go hiking, I now get a pinched nerve in my shoulder from my backpack because of the way that I sit in front of my desk and on my phone. So it's something that I, on a day-to-day basis, am working on. But back to the point. We ignore time with our family and friends and instead stare at our screens, whether we're at the dinner table like in the documentary or just hanging out in the living room or anywhere around, we're always on our screens. 
So what's the benefit of social media? Is this a pretend form of connection or does it actually create connection? Maybe it's just a way to stalk your high school classmates and see where they turned up. Or is there truly value and worth to all of this? Now, I don't have a definitive answer for you, but I have an answer for myself. And I'd say both. I don't like binary solutions. Either or does not work for me. Ultimatums do not work for me. So I want to look at this as this is part of our society and the odds of it going away even after a great documentary like this are probably slim to none. It's still going to exist in whatever way that looks. Technology is not going away anytime soon. Social media is going to continue to evolve even if that means Instagram and Facebook disappear and something new takes their place. So we have a social dilemma. We have a problem with social media. But just like anything that's good, too much of a good thing is a bad thing. It's called addiction. It's called cancer. We as grown-ups, as the adults, need to put limits and rules around social media to ensure that we are staying healthy and living our best lives. That we are giving up what we want now so that we can, we can go after the thing we want that's bigger than that, that we'll get in the future. But that doesn't mean we have to get rid of it altogether. So for years, I mean, it's probably been three or four years that I've been contemplating how to leave social media entirely. And I go back and forth because I have friends all over the world that this is one way that we can stay in touch. And I have been in marketing for years. And so it's like I'm running other people's social media or I'm trying to grow my own business. So how can I possibly get off social because this is the only way to market? Well, one, that's not true. And I'm continuing to learn more and more ideas of how to market outside of social media, which are a lot of the content that I'm brewing up and starting to put together for my blog, as well as my social media channels. So stay tuned for those things. But, you know, at the time of this recording, I have a very small following. I made maybe not the greatest decision a year or so ago that when I transitioned my business, I decided to start a new account. And my old account had a decent following. I started the new account and it has not grown. Um, But that's okay. Like it'll grow over time and we'll get there. But it makes it so that if I wanted to leave tomorrow, it wouldn't be that hard. I'm not leaving 50,000 followers and a mainstream of income. I'd be leaving something that I'm still very much in the beginning process of growing. But over the last week, after watching The Social Dilemma and just really being deep in thought around this, I took a break from social. I didn't get on at all for a week, which isn't a lot of time, but just it gave me enough space to start really thinking about it. Do I want to be on social? Do I want to create content to share? Is this worth my time? How am I adding value to other people's lives and not just being another distraction? Because I know that the content I create is not only a distraction for me or taking up more of my time, but I know that it's going to take up your time. And I want to make sure that if I'm taking up your time, it's worthy. So I went back to the drawing board. I meditated on things. I journaled about them and I really let it sit with me. I sat on these thoughts all week long. 
and I came to the conclusion that I wasn't ready to throw the baby out with the bathwater. It is an addiction, but maybe it's, it's worth trying to find a way to use this tool in a positive light and show others how they can too. So I thought about my ideal customer. Hopefully that's you. I thought about the things that matter to me. I let go of all the rules I'd lived by in the past. The rules that said I needed to post one time a day, how many comments I needed to leave on other accounts, the flow and the look of my feed, etc., etc. I let go of all of it. I created a blank canvas for me to create on. And I decided on the specific categories I would speak about on my social feed. Now, the... So the Instagram accounts that I was telling you about before, I still have both of them. I still have the one that has a bit larger of a following and the new one that I'm still growing on. The larger following I just use as a personal account now. So between the two of them, I want them to work off of each other. So both are about intentionality and sustainability. But one of them is on a personal day-to-day level. How you do intentionality and sustainability in your life. The other is strictly about business how you are intentional and sustainable within your business. And then I committed to only posting two times a week. And that's more specifically for the business one because I'm trying to grow that following. Whereas my personal one, I'm just going to let that be open and fluid and let it do whatever it wants to do. It's really a completely open place to be creative however I see fit. These posts that I'm posting on my business account or even on my personal account need to be from the heart. Something that I've been working on or thinking about or processing. I no longer want to post for the sake of posting because I have to get a post out that day. But I want to make sure I'm really providing value to the people who are looking at these posts. I want them to think about it. I don't want to use up your time. I want you to get something out of this. So value. Quality. Those are the first and foremost goals when it comes to my social platforms. And really everything that I do. I'm all about quality over quantity. So we're going back to a less quantity and making sure it's of the highest quality. This also means that during the day, I've allotted times for myself to be on my phone or on social. My goal is to only be on for 30 minutes a day, but I do have a time limit programmed into my phone that doesn't allow me on social for more than an hour, and this includes email. And I, and I include email on my phone because I'm on email on my desktop and that's when I'm in like my working hours. So when I'm on my phone, those are personal hours and I don't want to be thinking about work. I need to be taking a break from it and creating that space. With the 30 minute goal, there should be an attention when I log on to social media. It's not just aimlessly scrolling through millions of things. It's not standing in line being bored and so I'm I'm looking at Instagram. It's that I'm going on because I want to engage with other accounts to also build my following. It's that I'm going on to look up an account for a reference for somebody or to send somebody that brand because I know it'll add value to their life. It's responding to messages. It's posting to my own feed. I have 30 minutes as my goal, but an hour at the most any day. And if I hit that hour, then it just goes on the, onto the to-do list for tomorrow. There are no exceptions, no more than an hour on these platforms in the day. I've also turned off 90% of my notifications on my phone. 
Right now, I get Instagram messages, Facebook messages, text messages, and phone calls. Those are the only notifications I get on my phone. Everything else is off. I don't need the distraction. I don't need those extra bits of dopamine that are causing more of an addiction. The less I can be looking at my phone and having it distract me, the better. So there is most definitely a social dilemma in our world. Our addiction to our phones and technology and notifications is something that we need to be thinking about on a personal level and especially on a level for our families too. Like all good things as an adult, we need to give ourselves boundaries and structures. We joke about it being five o'clock somewhere and yet you almost never drink before five o'clock. That small rule is a great guideline to keep you in check. What if we had that same kind of social, societal rule for social media? What if while you were in public, you didn't pull out your phone, but looked up and noticed the things around you? You could talk to a stranger or reconnect with your breath. You could stand up straight and stretch out your shoulders. What would your life look like if, it cha- if you changed your habits around social? You don't need to get off it completely. But maybe it's time you put some boundaries around it and start thinking about your intentions behind it. It's a lot to think about. It's a lot to process. If I could suggest anything for you, my suggestion would be take a week off of it. Don't log on if you need to. Delete it from your phone. But really take a whole week to be completely away from social media and see what it does for your life. Think about it. Think about how you want to be spending that time and if it's adding value to your life or if it's really not doing anything for you. These are all personal decisions to be made. There is no one-size-fits-all rule. So make the decision of what's going to work best for you and your family and your life and the dreams that you have that you're going after. Of course, after your seven days, if you decide to come back onto social, I would love to hear about how it went and the thoughts that you had and maybe the realizations that came through it. So feel free to either email me or direct message me on social, any of the options. I want to hear about how social is is or isn't working for you in your life. Until then, my friends, I hope you are well. I hope this brought some great value to your life and allowed you to think about things in new ways. And most of all, I hope that you stay adventurous.